Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Transfer deadline day is over. Yes, the January transfer window is finally shut. Newcastle have been very busy indeed. I'm Andrew Musgrove and on this episode I'll take you through a brief summary of what went down this month as Newcastle strengthened their squad in the fight for safety. There's been plenty of incoming, some outgoings and as luck would have it, as soon as I press stop on this recording, Matty Longstaff moved to Mansfield on loan, still waiting on confirmation of Jeff Henrik's move to QPR. That's all in the episode to come. Sit back and enjoy. Hello, welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. The transfer window is finally shut and Newcastle have signed five players. The response that I've seen on social media seems that everyone is rather happy with the business they've done. Obviously, they had to act in the transfer market because the squad they've got or had before the January transfer window was not good enough in many people's opinions to survive the drop to the championship. Uh, a few people feel they should have gone out and got a striker. There were attempts. We know the young French striker, uh, Hugo Atelier, was was one they had enough accepted for. The young man decided to stay in France for now. Maybe want to revisit in the summer. But defensively, they have added some strong additions. Kieran Trippier, uh, Dan Byrne got done just before the deadline and Matt Target on loan. Of course, they went after Diego Carlos, they went after Sven Botman, and it didn't happen for them. But Dan Byrne, from people you speak to, he seems a very solid addition. He's had a good uh, season uh, at Brighton. Obviously, he returns to Newcastle. He was released as a youngster, so that probably plays a bit of part in it. You know, you hope that inspires him and can take him on to a, a, another level because he's he's playing out the dream that most of you guys watching now will have of playing for Newcastle United. You know, we all had it as a youngster kicking a ball around the schoolyard and Dan Byrne got to live that slightly before being released. He then worked his way up through the leagues, finally getting to the Premier League with Fulham, then uh, joined Brighton and he's performed really well. So one that kind of just goes under the radar, six foot seven, a tall, tall guy. So it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on. Will it be in a back three? Will it be as a centre-back? Plenty of questions for Eddie Howe to face, but positive ones because he's got lots of options at the back. Rodrigo Fernandez returning from uh, the injury he had. Fabian Shea had a great game against Leeds. You've also got Kieran Clark and, and Jamal Lascelles. It looks like Kieran Clark's going to stay. Plenty of reports suggested he was offered a way out to a, a loan deal. Um, but no, it looks like he's going to stay unless something breaks and it goes through after this deadline, which of course it can do with the paperwork's there and what have you. Um, it looks like he's going to stay. Jamal Lewis obviously will be watching uh, today and I would have seen Target come in. You would assume Target has some game time assured because, you know, that's why he's left Aston Villa. He's seen Dina come in. He's not happy at that, so he's, 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 he, there's a feeling he's pushed for a move out of Villa Park. He's ended up in Newcastle. I think it's a good, solid signing. We have a podcast out tomorrow with Ashley Priest from Birmingham Live who gives us the insight into Matt Target. Plenty 
uh, discussed there, the, the, the guy's character, the guy's attributes and what he'll bring to Newcastle. Really interesting line announced at Maxim, so watch out for that. That'll be live about 9 o'clock tomorrow morning on our podcast channel. Um, but yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a decent signing on loan. Gives him a, ta- a chance to impress. And it looks like, from people you speak to, that he's probably not going to have a chance to go back to Villa in the summer. So it's all to play for for him here because Newcastle... You know, Jamal Lewis has been unfortunate with injuries. I'm a big fan of Jamal Lewis. I know certain people are, you know, watching this as well. He's been unfortunate with injuries, but I think it'd be really good to have that competitive nature now at left back. Plenty of talk that he won't actually be in Heli Hour's 25 man squad. So that's what we, we wait for that to see the players who are unfortunately going to have to miss out for the rest of the season. I think it would be a shame if Lewis did miss out, but, you know, Eddie Howe obviously has decisions to make and if he does indeed miss out Lewis, um, you know, he'll have to just be working hard and training, be part of that camp and, and come the summer, hopefully he'll get a chance to, to, to go up against Matt Target or whoever comes in in the summer if Matt Target doesn't stay. Um, Trippier, we all know about Trippier. He's been a tremendous sign so far. That leadership he brings, He's been, uh, you know, a fresh uh, breath of fresh air. Lots of people think he should be captain, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him. Um, going into the comments now, um, some people are saying the gutted about uh, Lingard. I mean, I think a lot of people were Newcastle were in for that, but Manchester United seemingly didn't at the start didn't want to want to send him out on loan unless the big fee was paid and then like it was on then it was off and it was on um and in the end it was it was it was it was called off it is a big blow because you feel Newcastle did and could do with another attacking player um you have managed to bring in, in, in another striker which I think a lot of people were were hopeful of it was clear Newcastle were in the market for one but obviously we've mentioned the move for it it didn't go through and they were left looking to their options but no one else um, that could be done in the time they'd, they'd been, you know, given after the, the young man pulled out of the deal. Um, obviously, Lingard didn't go through. So it'd be interesting how Newcastle get on there. You would hope that Chris Wood can get a few goals and then we get back to Callum Wilson up top in, in six weeks' time or so, hopefully even before then. And at that point, Newcastle, hopefully, Touchwood won't, won't be in need of um, saving. But of course, this is Newcastle United and they've got to take game by game. But it's, it, it's, you know, I think it's been a very decent window in terms of um, we knew clubs were going to demand a lot of money for players. Newcastle weren't scared by that. They went into negotiations. If it didn't work, they went elsewhere. And, um, you know, they needed additions. And they've got some solid additions, good Premier League additions as well. The experience of Target, the experience of Trippier, and the experience of Key. And then you have, you know, the big signing in Bruno Gamerez, which is an absolute, it, 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 it's quite an unbelievable signing, actually. Um, you know, because he was courted by Arsenal, Juventus. He's one of the best young central midfielders in Europe, and Newcastle have gone out and signed him. Uh, it kind of comes came out of the blue, didn't it? And there's a lot of excitement out there over Gomez, and it? it it's it's not surprising when you talk to people when you read up on him. You know, I, I admit I didn't know much about him, but when you do read up on him, um, it's clear that Newcastle have signed quite the player. And fingers crossed, he can settle in straight away. And he can make a difference because Newcastle have been lacking someone, um, you know, his style of playing that middle of the park. So it's really good to see him in. And Everton, obviously, are the, are the visitors on February the 8th. So maybe his debut there, it's set to be a really good uh, atmosphere. War flags talking about coming at the Leaser's end to make it just a cauldron of uh, fire for Everton visiting. So it'd be really interesting to see if all these guys make their debuts, you know, Trippier, uh, Dan Byrne, and Gamerez. I'm going to dive into the comments now. Um, 
Yeah, you know, we've got Sai, uh, KSI Macias saying uh, we had the best transfer window in 14 years and feel we still, but I feel we needed another striker to make a 100% sure. And that is that is the feeling of quite a few people, actually, that the striker that Newcastle haven't got on top of wood um, is a bit of a gamble, a bit of a risk. But I think when you consider the, the other business they've done, Callum Wilson nearing a return, Dwight Gale, you know, is still there. He hasn't gone... Um, you know, so when fit, he's he's definitely an option. I think the 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 thing with Wood is that you really need to change the way you play, and Newcastle have yet to do that. You've got to just one touch and get the ball in the box, and for him to be successful, Newcastle are going to have to change a little bit about the way they play. Alistair Maxman's going to have to change his game slightly. So it'd be really interesting to see if Newcastle do that over the next few weeks to get the best out of Wood. Who who knows where the goal is? You know, okay, he's been quiet this season, but. He's, he knows where the goal is. He's played in uh, teams that have been fighting for survival. He's the kind of character you need. Um, and I think if he gets a chance, he, he will get a few goals. You know, he's, he's not here just to fill in. He's here to compete with Callum Wilson, which is a massive task. But he's ready for that. But uh, yes, I can see the point that people are making about another striker would have, would have been good. But hey, five signings in this window, is it more than we expected? Um, I think people, some people will say yes. Um Others will say no. It's just exactly what we needed, and defensively, yeah, Newcastle I think are, are, are much stronger than they were when the window first opened. Um, and it's it's you know because defensively they've been all over the place. They've not been defending like Premier League sides. So these additions were very much needed. People you speak to say tar, uh, target is is more he's better defensively than he is going forward. And he could work really well with Alan St. Max, which would which would be interesting to see. Uh, you know, he's been described as Mr. Consistent, which reminds me a bit of Paul Dummett, but um, he's probably got a little bit more pace there. Of course, Paul Dummett's suffering with injuries of late, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and yeah, we've got a comment here from Anthony Lloyd. says, you, you cannot win games if you can't stop the other teams scoring. Good job sorting out the defence. I think a lot of people... Um, will agree with that statement. The defence was was the priority, and it was it's taken them right into deadline day to get the, the centre back in. But they've got it. Okay, it wasn't the first potentially first option. Botman and Carlos. And interestingly, Botman's quotes um, tonight that that were that were that were published, and he's talked about the deal, the interest from Newcastle United, and he talks about it being a, a good project, and he, he sort of hints that. It could be one we visited in the summer. Now these players would have been have been scoured, Botman and Carlos, um, by Newcastle United. So don't be surprised if they do go back in the summer. And um, this is the quote here: he "says Everyone says about Newcastle, it's all about the money, but it's a very nice project. If you look at where Man City and PSG starred, I think it would be very nice to be part of that." But Milan is a beautiful club, and of course, uh, you know Milan were the other side interested in him. He was then asked if he would revisit a possible switch to St. James Park in the summer. And he said, I'm fine at Lille for the time being. I assume that I will take a good step in my career next summer. You never know in football. This time, both Newcastle and Milan were in very concrete talks. Both clubs have their positive points. And I think a lot of people have made this point on social media. If Newcastle weren't in the position they were, in the relegation zone, desperate for wins, you know... Okay, they've only point from safety. My opinion, the odds are still against Newcastle slightly. Had they been mid-table, had they been pushing towards the top 10, it maybe would have been a little bit easier to sell the project. That being said, they've signed Gamerez, who, like we say, had interest from all over the shop, from some really good teams at the right end of their respective leagues. 
Um, but I think maybe Botman, Carlos, you know, clearly there was interest there, you know, but we have seen, um, as some people have described in the comments, the Newcastle United tax, which will be ever present for Newcastle United now because everyone is under the impression that Newcastle have endless amounts of money. But I think really good that, you know, the owners didn't necessarily bow down to these demands because some of the demands were ridiculous. Um, you know, they didn't just sign the cheque. They wanted to get value for money. And I think when you look at what they've done, Dan Byrne, good solid defender, 13 million or so. Uh, good sign in there. Trippier, for his experience, was it reported initial 12 million, some ads, add-ons. Again, good little sign in there. Chris Wood, okay, maybe not, but you need to get a striker in. You want a Premier League experience. You found out he had a release clause. You've got to match that. And that's why it was so high. Burnley didn't think anyone was going to match it. Newcastle did, he's here. So I think overall, they have got good value for money. Matt Targot on loan. It's a kind of a win-win situation in many ways. If it doesn't work, okay, send them back. If it, if it does work, look at maybe signing them in the summer. So I think Newcastle and the board, given they haven't got a director of football or chief executive, have done actually remarkably well. Given it's the first time that these groups have all worked together, probably had agents all over, you know, in their ears and, and a lot of people trying to, you know, sell their clients to them and what have you. I think they've done well. They seem to have had a have a had a had a vision. Eddie Howe, Steve Nixon have all seemed to work together, which is really, really good. And um yeah, I think it's a positive one. Okay. You didn't get that striker in as I've mentioned, but other than that, I think we can look back on this month and say it's a positive one for their first window. Of course now it all depends on the results on the pitch, but a good week couple of weeks or so isn't it the 8th of february that game against Everton for players to work together and and for these new players to bed in you would assume all of them are fit they've all played competitive football of late uh, matt target only out of the team because of look at Dina's arrival dan Byrne was playing i'm sure in the last game for brighton so they're all fit they can fit straight into it no worries about fitness and what have you um Gumuez, of course was on an international duty with with brazil fit as well so you would think these players are are, are ready for the debut against Everton at St James Park on the 8th of Feb. Very excited to see that happening. Hopefully the next couple of weeks or so or eight days can can bring some joy on the training pitch and they can bed in as we say and um, yeah, I think it's been a good month. Let us know in the comments what you think. Head over to chroniclive.co.uk where you can keep with it with all the latest Newcastle United news including some outgoings that might happen um, post-deadline. There's talk with Jeff Henrik heading to QPR as I'm recording this. I'm not sure if he's gone or not. Um, I, I did check, but it was it, it was looking like it needed to be confirmed. Um, I'll just check now. Nothing as of yet, but there was whispers of that. Elliot Anderson's gone to Bristol, which I think is a really good move for him. He needs competitive first-team football, and um, I think that's a really good move. Important few months coming up for him. Hopefully, uh, under Joey Barton, he gets the chance to to to, to perform gets a chance to to show why he's held in such high regard in Newcastle and can come back in the summer and really push for a starting place maybe. And Newcastle can have all this money, but there's some good youngsters in the under-23s and hopefully this is a chance here for um, Elliot Anderson to prove himself and get into the to the you know the mind of, of Eddie Howe come the summer and, and hopefully force his way into his first team plans. Really good move that. Um, other than that, I think that's just about it. We'll wrap up there. Like I say, no confirmation yet there of, of QPR and Jeff Henry, but do keep an eye on the website for that. And um, thank you very much for listening. So head over to chroniclelive.co.uk. Remember to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed the January transfer window coverage. It's been a busy one. It's been exciting, which hasn't always been something we've been used to here at Chronicle Live. Um, but it's been a pleasure to bring you all 
the updates, all the moves and all the gospel rumors. And we do hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs>